here. You big monkey? Welcome to Nintendo Nostalgia. I'm your host, Jacob Rush, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ryan Black, and we are back, and we are playing with power. Welcome! It's episode 185, guys. Yeah, uh, it's it's just Ryan and I tonight. No Josh tonight. Uh, he had some family obligations, and, and no old man Tom. He is busy streaming. He is streaming a lot as well, too, just like Ryan, so go check him out and Ryan and support them, guys. Uh, Ryan, how you doing tonight? Oh man, I'm good. Uh, just exhausted. I've not been getting a lot of sleep for the past few days, so you know. Mm, that sucks. I'm sorry. Uh, it's it's good. I've been we're just super busy. <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get you. Um, cool. Well, um, let's not waste any time, man. Let's get into what we have been radical rexing about. Okay. Uh, I wasn't here last week, you guys, busy, and uh, I was a fool and never got the episode beforehand actually out. So, what I've decided, what I think would be fun for that episode is, Ryan, I think we'll just save it. I mean, we didn't miss because we had Steve Mails. Um, we didn't actually miss a week. I think it'd be fun to just randomly release that episode one day. Just for the heck of it. Like a bonus one. Not necessarily fill in a spot. Or maybe if we need to fill something in. Um, I didn't talk about this before to Ryan, so he's probably thinking, like, um, what are you doing? But I don't know. That's just an idea I had. We don't have to do that either. But um, uh, Whoops. So, uh, Ryan, what are you Radical Rexing about, man? Well, um, I would be Radical Rexing about uh, Mario, uh, Paper Mario, but I haven't played it yet. So, um... Uh-huh. Uh, what am I radical accent about? Man, that's that's a hard call. Um, I really don't know. I, I mean, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go lately. Um, a little bit of Duel Links, but a lot of Pokemon Go and having a lot of fun with that. Um, uh, it took me a while to get a hold of... or it, I had a bit of confusion with GameStop, and I was finally able to get a copy of, of Paper Mario. I was going to stream it. Um, that didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't get around to doing that yet. Uh, busy weekend. And then oh. it's just been a busy week so far. Uh, probably not going to get yeah. to start streaming until Thursday. And it's like driving me nuts because I wanted like to keep a consistent schedule of streaming. And it's just, I've not been able to keep that going this week. It's, ever since the weekend hit, I was trying to do a big file transfer from one computer to the next. So I had to disconnect the computers from the internet and, uh, you know, hardwire them together with the LAN and, uh, and the transfer was going so slow. I was not going to get them all done in a timely fashion, and some stuff was corrupted on the drive. So I'm just trying to rescue everything. But also, I need internet for, for be able to stream. So it's been setting me back quite a bit. We're um, prepping for my mother-in-law coming to town, uh, just kind of hanging in there. Um, I was able to get the pre-order pins, thank goodness. Uh, my regular GameStop had the, had the extra pins. Uh, they had the hookup. I was so thankful for them. Um, nice. So yeah, they, they said, come on over, and I head over there, picked up my copy of Mario that that uh, GameStop.com never was going to ship to me. They canceled my order. and uh, But I was able to get it and get my pins, so that was really cool. Um, 
as far as gaming goes, like I said, I, I've not really touched my Switch at all. Uh, you know, it's been a little strange, but um, one big thing that's happened, um, my, uh, my spouse, we were able to get um, the wheelchair ordered. Um, we have an electric wheelchair coming, um, and it's going to be great because it can actually go in grass, and, uh, and uh, Drake will be able to walk uh, Goober and, and just be out and about a little bit more. Um, and another thing that we got to do is uh, we, last night, moved all of the furniture out of our living room into our second parlor, and uh, we basically are converting our old living room into a bedroom since Draco can't go up the stairs anymore. Uh, yeah. So we moved the bed down there, um, and we're just kind of getting it set up. We're going to, like, partition it off with curtains so it's you know a little bit of privacy and everything. So, But uh, it's the first time in months that we've actually been, like, able to sleep together in the same bed that wasn't like me sleeping on couch cushions on, on the mattress or next to the mattress that Draco was sleeping on. So it's really nice to actually, you know, you know, just be around. <laughs> it's, it's been, it's been really hard sleeping in separate areas. Um, but that's, you know, right. Now I get you. I get you on that. But other than that, um, gosh, I wish I had a lot more to offer, but you know, this has been a slow week other than just like been super busy and not a lot to, to show about it. Yeah. Gotcha. No, I feel you on that, man. Um, what am I radical reaction about? Um, I mean, I won't talk about my personal life this week. Normally I do since something's been going on, but I actually have a game to radical Rex about. And I did, I decided I bought paper Mario. Um, just did it, whatever. Just did it with the kids. So, um, and it's really good. It's really good. It's, it's the best Paper Mario since, uh, the Wii. Um, and it really has elements of all the past Mario game, Paper Mario games. Like, it's bright. It's hilarious. The con, the, 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 the content that they, the dialogue they put in the game is just so good. Even in, um, Color Splash, the dialogue was hilarious. And this one is hilarious. So, yeah, I really, really, really like it. Um, makes me laugh, it makes me smile, and, uh, it's fun. The battle system is fun, it's unique, um, and really they, they, they borrowed aspects that people wanted back in Paper Mario from past games without spoiling anything, but it kind of has its own little different take on it, um, own little spin, so that's good. It really is a good game. Um, I really am enjoying it, and there's some stuff I just didn't expect, I'm like, wow, that just wows me they're like whoa that's in this game that's really cool um so paper mario and origami king is really good so i do recommend anybody to go out and get it and it's dang right that it's good because nintendo's not doing crap this year i mean so far i mean we can talk about it we had a we had a, a big direct on monday and um it literally had like four games am i right yeah, it's something like that. It was really, really slow. I got on, and um, I was a little late. I was like, oh, okay. And they literally only talked, like, two games. And they're like, this is our last game. And I'm like, okay. Um, and, like, I felt like the crap they showed off wasn't even, like, highlight-worthy. Like, this is stuff you sew in a sizzle reel in the middle of your normal direct, or at the very end. Nothing like why did they waste our their own time and money to put that little ten minute clip together in ours? What was the point of that? 
Like, I think I really just don't understand why they like Paper Mario didn't even get a direct. They just released a trailer. All these games are lesser than Paper Mario and could have just had a direct, uh, their own little yeah trailer. And this was something that get... wasn't really on Nintendo's time necessarily. Um, all they had to do was make the outline to show the videos off in. And that was it. They just plug and played pretty much. And I'm sure it was a lot easier to do it because it was all the developers of these games that submitted the videos to them. I think it's going to be a regular thing, uh, and it helps temper our expectations going forward in this slow time. I hope it doesn't stay that way. I really hope it doesn't. Um, I don't want it to, to to become the new norm for sure, but it might be with you know quarantine and everything, it might be the thing for a while, unfortunately. Okay, then why can all these other gaming companies give 45 minutes of game after game? Uh, like what Nintendo normally does. A lot of times, why it's is just it when trailers Nintendo or like cutscenes and things like that? It's not actual gameplay. There are some gameplay things out there for some of the content. I'd rather see a cutscene of Metroid Prime Four. Oh yeah, I know. It's it's crazy to think that, that game's not even close to being ready to show a trailer of it. And I don't know if Nintendo is shifting over into like, oh hey, guess what? This game is already gold. It's gone gold. We're getting ready to release it. Uh, you're finding out about it just like two months before it comes out. Like with Paper Mario, like is that going to be a regular thing coming coming forward, or are they just not producing anything right now? Yes, we're at a slow time, and no, we're not getting the sports games to fill that that thing. Like Mario Strikers isn't happening. We already got our Mar- Mario uh, Tennis, you know. So I mean, what we get basketball or baseball or something? Like they haven't made a Mario Madden. Golf. So. <laughs> golf. Yeah, golf. We have indie games for that though. That's the thing. Like I feel like indies and third parties are kind of carrying the weight of the switch right now because nintendo doesn't have a lot and that's fine we kind of knew it was coming but it's like (laughs) i don't know i just feel like they're being coy on purpose i feel like they have a lot of crap that they just aren't showing because they don't want to and honestly they don't have to they don't have to show us anything they don't like I, i i'm i'm not worried i'm just annoyed yeah like, oh, yeah. I really feel like that they should show something. Just And this is the, what, let's say, in the future direction, they said there was going to be more of these developer directs, these little mini-sodes things. So I'm guessing that it's going to be, like, small bite-sized things. Um, and Nintendo said that they were exploring other ways outside of the big, huge, hype, direct thing that they've been doing. So maybe they are going to do these, like, trickle out right. on Twitter and do little blurbs here and there from their developers and they're trying something different i don't know why and i don't know if it's good but again creating this hype train and getting people so excited and it has a it becomes very volatile and if you do something wrong or you present something wrong like it's the the emotion is that much more upsetting so maybe they're trying to dial back the hype by releasing these things to help temper people's expectations when Nintendo probably doesn't have a whole lot to offer right now. Things have slowed down with COVID. They're working on huge projects, but right now they're in a, in a slow time. I, I just, that's how I feel about it. Like we're not going to see Metroid for another two, one to two years. Um, and that's just see it. Not necessarily the game's coming out then. Um, you know, they're still hiring people to, to work on the game. So that, that tells you like, it's taking a lot of time to do this. And I expect it's going to be great. Uh, one news article that came out recently saying that someone hinted at how Metroid Prime 4 wasn't going to disappoint the, the casual gamers. Like, they, they're going to have a casual mode or something. 
And that kind of worries me. Like, are they just going to have like a, a, I don't know, like a, some kitty version? Like, you know, you play in Nintendo Land taking down like some like weird looking crate or something. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know what to say about that. Like, cool. Okay. They're not going to disappoint the casual gamers. Are they going to wow and meet the expectations of the hardcore gamers, the Metroid lovers, those people that are really craving for an awesome Metroid experience, an awesome first-person experience. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen, if that's going to become a thing. I hope. <laughs> but hmm. I, I got worried because I really want to see multiplayer. I want to see multiplayer done well. I want it to be competitive. I also want the story to capture the atmosphere of Metroid Prime. You know, and if they're going to be yeah. doing, like, a casual, like, they're not going to, like, disappoint casual fans, like, what does that mean? Is there just going to be a game mode that's, like, super easy that people can just go and explore? They can't take any damage. There's no enemies. They can just explore the world. Kind of cool, I guess. Or they can make it ultra hard with a whole bunch of enemies and you, you can still explore and stuff like that. Okay, that would be cool. There's, like, a difficulty slider. But a lot of people took it to mean that it wasn't going to be for the hardcore gamers, which wasn't what was said at all. But a lot of people got upset, like, oh, no, it's going to be terrible because it's, it's just for casuals. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't see, hear any of that, but I'm not worried. <laughs> not worried. People are dumb, and they overreact to everything, so just kind of over it. But All right, well, that's all I'm Radical Reaction about. Go get Paper Mario. It's good. Um, besides that, Ryan, let's not waste any more time. Um, we have a fun game to revisit, or to, it's the first time visiting on the, on that we've ever covered this one, but a um, special game that came that's near and dear to my own heart. Um, this game is a little game called Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Mario vs. Donkey Kong came out May 24th, 2004 for the GBA, the Game Boy Advance. Ryan, do you remember this game? I do remember this game. I remember the stand, and I remember the game, and it was supposed to be an evolution mm -hmm. of Donkey Kong. Um, yeah, the original. But it's like also a puzzle game in, in some aspects, yeah. and like it was pretty cool. Um, I, I didn't get it. I didn't get the game because I was not big into getting a bunch of Game Boy Advance games. I just didn't like that look and style a lot of for a lot of that. Um, but also, it was just I was worried it was going to be too short, and it was just a puzzle game. So it was like I don't know if that's for me. So I did avoid it. But I remember distinctly you getting the game. Yeah. And I I enjoyed it through you uh, the little bit that I got to see you play of it. So uh -huh. I think I even played a little, a little bit on yours just to you know get get a feel yeah. for it. You know who got me this game? Mm-hmm. Tell him the story. Who got me? I mean, I don't really quite remember exactly why or how, but uh, your mom just bought it for me. I asked for it, and she bought it for me. I was just like, okay. 
I don't. I really don't even remember like why I asked her or why I even thought it was appropriate to ask her, <laughs> but she bought it for me, and um, I was very grateful. And um, yeah, I played it, and I think I got the stand. I think I had the stand for the game from Game Crazy mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah, I believe you got it for me. You got the game from Game um, Crazy. Yep, we were it was game crazy. In game crazy, probably for a tournament or something. And yeah, just, we always hung out there. Our mom showed up to pick us up, and you just like asked out of the blue, like, "Hey, I think you were kidding, mostly. Hey, Teresa, can you get me this game?" She's like, "Maybe, okay." And <laughs> I remember being like, "Wait, really?" <laughs> and you were kind of blown <laughs> away too. And I'm like, "Dude, my mom is the." best like she is so awesome and like i was singing totally. her praises because <laughs> like Heck yeah I mean, she didn't get me anything and that's cool i was like just blown away that she was got you something like yeah you're definitely right. like her kid and she loves you so it was so cool <laughs> yeah it was really cool I'll always remember that it was uh unexpected for sure very thankful um but yeah i loved i i, I really liked the original donkey kong um for the game boy so the extension of the original arcade game. I had it. I got it for Christmas, Donkey Kong. Um, and I saw this and it, you know, uh, you know, to be honest, back then I wanted it because it was tapping nostalgic feels already. Mm-hmm. Like games, a game from my Game Boy days. So at this point, 2004, I probably got that Game Boy game back in the late 90s. So maybe like 90, I don't know, six or seven ish, somewhere in there. Um, so it had been a good span of years. Um, so I was like, whoa, they're remaking it. And, uh, or yeah, I thought maybe it was a remake, but no, it was an evolution of it. Um, I really enjoyed that first one. So I wanted this one and yeah, I, I remember playing it and I'm pretty sure I beat it. I don't, but that's like, honestly, I didn't get any other games in the series after this. And I, um, you know, my memory is a little vague on the game in, in and of itself. Simply because I just had it back then, and um, I didn't do much beyond it. So I know I beat it, but uh, yeah, I, I haven't revisited this game since then, which I would like to. I think it it is fun, it's clever, and I remember it's not short. I remember you thinking you said it, you thought it would be a little bit short, and it really isn't that short. Um, let me read the uh, synopsis here of the game. Mario vs. Donkey Kong is a 2D puzzle platformer, and the game in the series, oh, and the only game in the series to star Mario as a playable character, putting the rivalry between him and Donkey Kong in the limelight. After seeing an advertisement for many Mario toys on television, Donkey Kong rushes to the toy store to buy one of them. He soon learns that the store is out of stock and decides to steal all minis from the Mario Toy Company. Across the street, prompting Mario to chase him through several worlds and retrieve the toys. It ha- it was ori- as it was originally intended to be a remake of Donkey Kong for the Game Boy. Mario vs. Donkey Kong features many of the mechanics present in that game, including Mario's extended moveset consisting of the handstand, backflip, and wire spin. During each level, Mario has to carry a key to the goal door and unlock it in the first part then reach and and free a captured mini Mario in the second part. So yeah, basically it was the original game 
um, because all the moves were there, same moves, just updated to Game Boy Advance graphics, which I thought was cool. Um, And then, um, yeah, it it was fun. You always had to collect a key, make through an obstacle, and, like, you know, you can't jump too far or whatever. Like, you have limitations, and you have to figure your way across Mm -hmm. to unlock the key. But then they added in the extra mini, uh, the little Mario mini toy as a extra thing to do um yeah this game you know it was a i think it's a gem i don't Mm -hmm. think it i I think it did well let me i have to look that up in general i'm not sure um how well it did but it was uh it was an interesting take instead of just making it like donkey kong as the Stealing Pauline, it really was, he uh, was stealing these toys, so it had a different bit of a story, you know? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, you know, I mean, it is technically, I mean, it's a spiritual successor to Donkey Kong, um, but mm-hmm. that's, uh, I mean, Donkey Kong was the villain of sorts. Um, the right. series evolved, like, and, like, even included, like, Donkey Kong as kind of a, a friend or a host, alongside Pauline. So, like, they even kept that, like, the references as the, as the games, as more games were put out in the series, um, to reference that, that original Donkey Kong world. Um, I believe the second one was more of, like, a Lemmings-type puzzle game, uh, where you control the yeah. little minis, uh, you had to try to get them all yes. to the door, or what have you, but... Um, yes. And that was kind of an interesting evolution. There's, I mean, there's games on here, on this list, that I've never heard of. For Mario versus Donkey Kong, I completely missed that there was, I don't know, tipping stars. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like, no clue. Oh, I know. Uh, there was an amiibo game. Like, I feel like I might have heard that, but that, again, this was so not on my radar at the at this point. Right. Like, it, it was like, okay, it it's a thing. Like, I don't know. Maybe I, I placed that with Kirby games too. Like, okay, a Kirby game came out. Like the 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 yes. Smash Brothers like 2D fighter game where you work together to take a, take down bosses, like a boss rush mode. Like, right. that was just kind of, like, not on my radar. And so that was, like, pretty much like Mario versus Donkey Kong. It's just not there. Um, but, like, the charm is great. I just, I convinced myself that it was not my type of game. If I if I owned it, I would play it, and I would have a lot of fun with it. Um, I know that. Like, I love, like, my Picross games and everything like that. So I knew I'd enjoy uh, playing this Mario versus Donkey Kong. Um, I think at the time, like, I just I just said, oh, that's Jacob's game. It's It's not mine. Um, and then I just never stuck with it. Yeah, um, it does say, like, this thing had, what? It was an expansion, or it is an evolution of, like, Mar- was it Donkey Kong, is it 94, I want to yeah. say? Um, they just updated that version, essentially, but um, a lot of things were uh, were kept, like, the model for Donkey Kong was the rare version of Donkey Kong. Um, yep. So that was updated. Um, it's got that kind of kind of look to it. Um, I don't know the style is is more of a cartoony feel than than most things. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's how to describe it really. Um, it, it's that that it was in the era around the bongos. Um, I believe it it predates it. I want to say, yeah. um, but it was right in that. Right in that mold of Nintendo not knowing really what to do with Donkey Kong. Yeah. So I think that's why, if I had to guess, I feel like that's another reason why they wanted to, to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, how can we 
expand the Donkey Kong IP, keep it going. What well, let's take it back to Donkey Kong, the game, their Nintendo's version of it. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, again was a that was a clever move, you know, like it was Nintendo trying to keep that IP alive and active. Um, which by taking it back to some now nostalgic feels was a wise move. The story is is weird. Like it's like you said, silly, yeah. it's silly because like okay, what do these toy Myers matter? Like, right? I don't know. I feel like they could have put like Wario in place of there and him stealing them for mo- like to sell them for money or something. You're trying to get them back from would have would have worked just as well. Um, but no, they wanted to revive that old rivalry uh, and see if they could make it popular again. Um, to see well, if, if the Donkey Kong franchise could go in that direction or if it was meant to go the direction of Donkey Kong Country. Spoilers, that's where it went. But, <laughs> you know, they were trying to see yeah. if they could go the arcade route and see if they could make some money off of that, too. Right. Well, you know, the game, um, fun fact, it did have hidden e-reader support in it. Oh, um, huh. Yeah. It, Nintendo held a competition in Japan in which the cards were distributed to a 1,000 participants Five level cards were released by Koro Koro Comic, and another card was given away at the 20th World Hobby Fair. The game can save up to 12 extra levels. That's awesome. Interesting. It is cool. I bet those cards are worth a lot of money today. Oh, I can imagine. Like, I'd hate to be an e-reader collector because, like, I I could not Mm. get all the cards. It was hard enough to get the regular ones, let, let alone these ones, you know, these rare... Yeah. Mario vs. Donkey Kong ones, and the, like, there's the Pokemon ones, and the Animal Crossing ones, and there's some games that I didn't even know had e-reader support. <laughs> like, it's crazy to think that the e-reader had more support than a lot of Nintendo's accessories <laughs> in their history. Like, the more you I hear know, about they it. really did a lot with that. Sure. Um. And, like, even, like, last week's game, we were talking about, like, WarioWare. Apparently, like, they had some e-reader support in the Wario games, too. And it's like, what? Like, that's a thing, apparently. <laughs> like, how hmm. does that work? Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, I was just kind of blown wow. away. Like, the e-reader was a thing. Uh, so well and ingrained. And that surprised me so much to hear that it was in Mario vs. Donkey Kong. That's really, really cool. Um, I almost wonder, yeah. though, if this is something that we could see in the future. Uh, or... Maybe what we hoped Nintendo would have done with Amiibo. We hoped that Amiibo would be the evolution of e-reader and that you can take that and scan it in and get access to games and unlock special Uh things. Like That's pretty much what e-reader became was the Amiibo in in a way. And it hasn't been used to that that potential that the e-reader was. Um, But, you know, even then, like they even mirrored that in the last iteration, I believe of Mario versus Donkey Kong. They had an amiibo support game. It was like Mario and Donkey Kong versus Donkey Kong and friends or something like that. Um, so yeah, it, it's really cool um, to know that it's come full circle. Like they, they pulled from different things that they had the e-reader support that they have amiibo later. Um, they're pulling from their old roots, you know, with the the OG Donkey Kong game. But it's kind of a, its own, like, unique kind of grab from Nintendo's history. It's definitely a gem in that aspect. Um, even if you never got a chance to experience the games, like, like definitely if you get a chance to pick one up, like, try it out. Um, the, the, the DS one and beyond have some interesting art style. Like, it kind of 
don't know, it kind of devolves yeah. <laughs> in its style, mm-hmm. but it's still like pretty enjoyable. <laughs> um, so you know, I wanted to look at the worlds real quick because you you know you were concerned that it was short, and it's not short. There's there's actually um there's six worlds, and then a final boss fight against Donkey Kong. And then after that, you basically unlock a whole set of new worlds, which you get. Wow. You bet you go back, and they're like plus versions. So you redo all of them, but they like are more advanced stuff to do. Huh. And then you get to refight Donkey Kong again. And this time, he like the first time he's just Donkey Kong. Second time he's in a, like a robot suit. So it's like, um, what's <laughs> different? I mean, then there's six levels per. No, there's seven. I'm sorry. Yeah, there are seven attempts, levels within each world. So it's a meaty game, man. Like, there is a lot. The first world is Mario Toy Company, where you get the toys. Mario has his own toy company, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, then Donkey Kong Jungles, and the second one. And then you have uh, Fire Mountain, Spooky House, Mystic Forest, Twilight City, and then World DK on top of the Gritters, the Girders, just like the original Donkey Kong. Um, so that definitely playing back on the old DK there. Um, the game got good ratings. It was like an 8 out of 10 from GameSpot, 8 out of 10 from Eurogamer, and 8.5 out of 10 from IGN. Um, and yeah, I would have to agree. From what I remember, it played well, and clearly it did well. I mean, they made multiple sequels to the game yeah you know uh and yeah you were i think you mentioned it earlier but it actually got re-released on the wii u in america um for the the virtual console really? february 9th 2017 which would make this would make sense i mean if you could use the gamepad for it that would be really yeah that sounds like a really great game to play on on that gamepad yeah, I mean, you know what? This could actually become a really good mobile game. I could easily see that Ooh. being a mobile game. For yeah, Nintendo. I agree. Wow, that's perfect for mobile. Like, why couldn't we have gotten that instead of Mario Kart? <laughs> I know, right? I this this game actually would sell super super good no, no. if it was a mobile okay. game. I, I'll roll back my statement on Mario Kart. Okay, so the mobile version it has a lot of characters and stuff in it. They've made it better, but okay, let me let me throw out. Okay, why didn't they do that instead of Dr. Mario? Another puzzle game with Mario, you know? Like, I feel like the minis, or at least Mario vs. Donkey Kong, would have fit perfectly on mobile. You're absolutely right. Yeah, who knows? Maybe they're, maybe it's in the plans. Maybe that's our next uh, Nintendo Direct. All about the Mario vs. Donkey Kong minis <laughs> game. But, um, I mean, really, that's all I can think to say on the game. Like... Uh, again, it's I haven't played it since 2004, and it was a fun game, but it was... I mean, it's nothing that, like, that captures my mind, you know? It's not like the Country Series games. It's definitely not as good as those. It's it's not like your standard Mario Adventures either, you know? So it's definitely a fun collaboration that I think... Like, at a time right now, I mean, outside of Paper Mario, when there's, like, nothing coming out from Nintendo, like... Dropping something like this silently, this would be like, oh, sure, I'll check that out. Cool, that was fun little patch the timer game, you know. Um, and you know, like I don't think this is a sixty dollar game. This <laughs> maybe be, you know, thirty dollars if that. 
I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a new one, especially yeah. since, I mean, the latest one, they had made a game that involved Amiibo, you know? So, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something like this in the Arsenal near, real soon, to be honest. So, but, yeah, um, do you have any other final thoughts on this game? Um, yeah, um, interestingly enough, uh, the game actually had a built-in level creator um, that they stripped out for space reasons. Um, but or they, they did something with that, but apparently you can like use like a game shark or an action replay or whatever to unlock the, uh, that create a level feature um, and play it on the original game. Um, it's something that we saw. There was a DSI version that introduced that uh, mechanic. I don't know if March of the Minis had a level creator, but I know that the DSIware... Uh, which I don't think it could play the game anywhere else. Um, they had that release and it had a level editor. Uh, it was definitely the first WiiWare game, or DSiWare, sorry. Um, it's weird. DSi was the first eShop. Uh, but yeah, it, it's kind of cool that, that even then they thought about a level creator back then, and it would have been kind of cool to have it on there. But again, you got so much in the game already. Like, it'd be crazy to want to do a level editor. And how would they pull that off with sharing with your friends? Um, would you do like a link cable type thing? And I'm sure they just ultimately scrapped it and maybe they wanted to keep the level editor in there, but if other people can't really play it, then what's the point of that? So maybe that's why they did, they ended up not going forward with it. Or maybe they just ran out of time and they had to ship the game, you know? And, and, uh, but that's, that's cool that they did include that later. And, um, I, I really want to experience this. I'm, I'm almost tempted to get on the, the Wii U and, and try to find it and play it because it just seems like such a great puzzle game um, to play, you know, just on the gamepad there. It's And I've got some nostalgia for the game. Uh, I, I may have played it, like, once. Um, and maybe at the time I turned my nose up at it. But, you know, I, I'll, I'll give it some love. Um, I don't know if I'll dive into any of the later ones, but it's pretty cool to know that uh, the original is available. Mm. Wow. Cool. Well, I mean, that that's all I have to say about the game. Um, again, not a bad game, clearly. Uh, it's definitely a little fun pick-me-up. And you know what? If you really love, like, puzzlerly games, like, this may be something like that's right up your alley, you know? Different games really appeal more to other people, you know? And, uh, you know, I prefer to have my Donkey Kong in the Donkey Kong Country style. That's the kind of Donkey Kong I like, you know? Yeah. So... Um, overall, but I'll take this instead of no Donkey Kong. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know what? Uh, besides that, I got nothing else to say on this game. Um, Ryan wants you to do our due diligence, and you can just round us out. I know it's a little bit of a shorter episode this week, but hey, it's all good, short and sweet. Sure thing, man. Uh, you can find us over at the Nintendo Village at nintendovillage.com slash Nintendo Nostalgia on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. You can find us on Facebook at Nintendo NOS, on our Twitter at Nintendo underscore NOS. You can find us on our Instagram at Nintendo NOSIN. Shoot us an email at NintendoNostalgiaIN at gmail.com. You can give us a call on our hotline, share your memories, and show us some love at 317-969-5690. Guys, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next week. Later, Preston. Bye.
for to playing my games.